when it's really good. It's like the first time all over again. The performing arts are crazy like that. Whether it's your first time or you just wanted to feel that way. MKEArts.com can take you there. The United Performing Arts Fund invites you to experience a night to remember. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Jim, how are you doing today? Hey. I'm doing well. You know, I'm back in um, the North Carolina. Um, you know, looking ugly yes, again, y'all. working hard, back to the reality. I had so yes. much fun when I was in Milwaukee, though. Like, it was yes. like, you know, I have not felt yeah. that way in a while. I, I guess it was necessary for me to be away to realize the beauty because it's nothing like going back home, like being going back to where you're from, what you're used to. This is really dope. Yeah. And just to see all the revitalization and, you know, everyone's being nice and, you know, the people that I fuck with, because, you know, I only fuck with bosses, you know, all making moves, <laughs> you know, and shit like that. Like, I'm just so proud of everyone. And it's a beautiful thing. Of course, I'm not moving back. But, you know, <laughs> I I do want to visit more often. Like, I'm excited to come in the summer, you know, come to Summer Fest and, you know, do all the good festivals. Because, you know, that's what we know for Milwaukee. The festivals I always try to tell my partner that, like, you know, that's, that's the only thing you can really do every week. Every week it's a new damn festival to walk through, you know, and you just have a good I time. I don't even go you to festivals. What? I don't even you go to festivals. You don't go to festivals. No, I don't. Like, it's been a while. Like, I remember going to a festival when I was pregnant with Gio. The, um, but they was like, people, that was when they was running up on people, punching them in their face in Milwaukee and stuff like that. And then I also remember maybe a couple years after I, uh, after I had Gio, we took him to uh to state fair or whatever, but it was so hot. We left and then we had to pay all this had to walk all like five miles to get a parking spot. It was horrible. I was so well, you know you know Wisconsin Sam was irritated. Feel secure now. Wisconsin <laughs> can feel secure now, so ain't nobody who's trying that bullshit and get shot in the fucking face. Like it's not even worth it. Right. Like, because I knew back in day yeah. niggas was carrying weapons anyway at the festival, so you know, mm-hmm. I hope they don't come with that bullshit. But how is everything? I mean, how was your Thanksgiving? I know we were together, but you know, you can update. Yes, you know, y'all know we were together too. We yeah. and them were so just crazy, guys. I had made everybody a few drinks, and my drinks were so amazing. It just sneaks up on you, and you know, it was just crazy. So, <laughs> so yeah, we were just having a good time. You know, I ain't seen him in two years, but. Yeah, everything was so fun. I think I, I definitely enjoyed myself. I enjoyed you being here. I enjoyed y'all company. You know, we just going out to eat and hanging out. We and Sam haven't been out in a long time like that. Like, we've been out, you know, but, like, like to have, like, almost, like, a whole weekend and, you know, actually do stuff, you know, with, like, a group of people, it was so fun. So that's yeah. definitely, you know, people need to people need to get out more. Like, it, it's not going to be, you know, long until that happens again because we need to be there in, like, May next year. So, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, yes, y'all, yes, we're going to get it popping. But, yeah, everything is good to go, you know. Um, also, you guys, just to let you know, this is your host, Angel Vondrina. And I'm your host, Joe Mosby, and you are listening to Confession. Confession. 
session. He switches so it up every I'm guessing, time. So I'm guessing this is this is this is my theory. I'm guessing the only okay. time that we're going to get confession sessions together is when we're actually in the same room. And I have to press okay. Angelica because, you know, she don't get it right away. Wow. She's one of those people you have to be like, wow. Angelica, like, you have to grab, like, I, I'm going to have to grab her and be like, come on, three, two, confess. And then I, I might have to part her lips, like, myself, you know, for her you to know, be like, oh, okay, it's time to he's actually. an exaggerator. He exaggerates, guys. He he's a, he's an exaggerator. Yeah, he right the first time. Don't we believe in him. Please, please, please. I'm looking at you. You looking like, at me, and you you went wrong. You went wrong. Okay, you I, went wrong. Not, Just know that. You always wrong. You're, 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 you're the wrong one. Like I'm you can't even sit up there and try to argue me. Like whatever. You know what? I'm not even gonna entertain this shenanigans. That's what you're bringing me. Okay. I do want to uh-huh. thank everybody though. For tuning in this week, and you know we appreciate y'all. You know we also got a new uh, Twitter page up, so mm-hmm. follow us. Is it Confession Sessions? Or no, confession it's Confession to, to us. us. You know, Confession Sessions. Okay, so yeah, bitches ain't using it, so you know, but you know, right. We ain't got the coin yet to be buying bitches out yet. So you know, when we get to that <laughs> level, we can buy bitches to take that Twitter name and shit like that. Then that's fine, but. It's confession to yes. us at the moment. Uh, same thing with the Tumblr. Um, I believe our sound okay, confession session. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and our um and our YouTube is confession session, which I've been getting that popping, y'all. So you know you yes, can only sir. load a certain amount of videos with particular technology every so often. So just keep that in mind, y'all, as I upload some videos. They are just pretty much what we're talking about, you know. So mm-hmm. you got a friend or somebody that wanna. Entertain and laugh and crack up at work. Have them tune in to this while they at work. Just go ahead. Anyway, Darlo. Like, I feel like once you once you listen, like, but I cycle at this, like, you know, it's just it's just a good time. <laughs> like, you just need to listen right. to it once. I actually understand where we coming from, and that's it. But should we go ahead yeah. and get into those topics? Uh, that's my only question. Well, why don't you let them know what the question of the day is first? First off, I don't even know the question of the day. <laughs> No, because you know what? Because you know, and he tells me that I'm off, and he just sits up there and just go ahead and just let everybody know out loud, like, oh, I don't even know, guys. Like, no, I couldn't handle that. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't handle that one. See, Jeremy's playing too much. But no, seriously, the question is: Should friends or family let their close ones know that they've seen or heard? in regards to their significant other cheating. So, in other words, if your man or your woman is cheating on you, should your friends or your close family members be uh, let you know that this is what they're hearing or this is what they're seeing? So, yes, y'all, we're going to go into them topics. And first, Jen is going to talk to us about an interview, guys, an interview. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was it an interview? Like, what, what was that? I mean, um well, anyway, right, Tommy Lauren, right. I know I said we were going to stop talking about this bitch because I feel like she talks out the side of her neck because she's from South Dakota and there's nothing else to really do, you know. Um, but she was on Trevor Noah's uh, late night talk show on Comedy Central. I love Trevor, by the way. Like, he's super dope from South Africa. Just, you know, a brother just got, that just got like a good head on his shoulders. Like, he's woke. But at the same time, he's, like, called to it. Like, he's just dope as fuck. And he's funny. But anyways, he invited her on the mm-hmm. show just to get, like, her, like, 
perspective. You know, he asked her, like, why are you so angry? Like, what is the issue? Like, why are you so upset with, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she would say, during the interview on the other side, she would say, she, and he always was like, okay, well, you feel this way. But, you know, when Donald Trump did this, okay, what do you have to say about it, say about it with that? Or, like, um, you know, like she said, she had issues with, like, the whole Black Lives Matter movement. He had to tell her, like, you know, yeah. with any protest, you know, there's going to be motherfuckers that's going to lead astray and not be on the same, you know, have the same outlook as everyone else, and they're going to do reckless shit. You can't relate it to Black Lives Matter because Black Lives Matter is not doing this bullshit. And then it was, like, the fact that, it's like, she tried to compare, like, Black Lives Matter to, like, the KKK, and it was just a bunch of buffoonery. And I feel like even though she went on the show, like, she still does not care. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how she said, she's going to continue to talk the same way. She may even be in a room full of black people. She'd be like, okay, look, let me explain this blah, 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 and she'll kick it with you. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, she's going to have a view. She's going to continue to try to awake, you know what I'm saying, the meth heads of middle America. <laughs> and there's just no reason. You're right. I mean, how did you, how did you feel about the interview? Uh, I felt like Trevor, he did a good job when he, you know, he put her on the spot a few times and, you know, he her. even cracked some jokes, made her made her look crazy because I remember one part where she was saying, like, how she doesn't see color. Um, she don't, you know, she don't see people as black and white. And he was like, you don't see colors. Well, you know, how do you go past the stops? I mean, a, a, a light, uh, you know, the lights and stuff outside. And I was just like, wow, that's funny. You know, and um, he, he just, I don't know, he just put her on the spot a few times, and she's just an idiot. You know, like you said, she blamed, uh, she's pretty, pretty much said that Black Lives Matter is the new KKK. She also, like, blamed the Chattanooga shooting President Obama. And then, you know, she was saying all that stuff about Colin Kaepernick, how he's, you know, an attention-seeking crybaby and all of this stuff. And it's just like you said, she really don't care, even at the end of the day. After all of this, she don't care. And that's because she's not an adult. That's, she's still a child. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's partly what yeah. the problem is. She's this little-ass young girl, and, you know, she's just talking, like you said, out of the South. She has no filter right now. She's not going to have a filter until somebody shakes her a little bit and wakes, wakes her up. But she might be this, you know, conservative, you know, Looney Tunes. I mean, because she's doing all this shit. I don't even know when her show comes on. I'm guessing it's like the internet. Like, I can't see, like, somebody, unless it's like Fox, like Fox, you know, unless it's on Fox, I can't see, like, CNN letting this bitch, like, just talk, like, say the dumb shit that she says. You know, but she's going to continue to say the shit because she's wherever. You know, she's not really in a room full of people that, that's going to check her ass and be like, bitch, we trying to get money. But one day, Tommy Lauren's going to wake the fuck up. She's not going to be a Bill O'Reilly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, how y'all want her to be. She's going to wake the fuck up and be like, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers ain't really fucking with me. You know, I'm having to switch my tune. Yeah. You have an issue with something, have an issue with something. But to me, it just seems like you're pointing out only, only you know, black issues. And that's what I have the problem with. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't say, and then the fact, like she says, I don't see no color. It's like, okay, well, bitch, call white motherfuckers out. You know what I'm saying? Stop trying right, to right. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, with your... Right. And, and, you know, and another thing about her, like, I just feel like before she was famous, I just feel like she didn't have teeth. Like, you ever look at her mouth, like, it just looks like it was just, 
like a bad situation and how she got like veneers. Like just like how she moves her mouth, it just gives me like she drank Mountain Dew when she was like too young and like riding her teeth. So she has to get like a new set of like veneers. I just hate her. Yes. Like I really do. Fuck Tommy Lauren. <laughs> you are funny. So, okay, so we're also going to talk about some more ignorant stuff that happened. Um, a video which was shot aboard a Delta flight last month, which November 22nd, so just, you know, a week and a half ago pretty much, it showed a man in a baseball cap, and he was standing in the middle of the aisle shouting, we got some Hillary bitches on here. Come on, baby. He also was like, Trump, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, baby. And he was just, you know, talking, being disrespectful. And, you know, if you hear Trump is your president, if you don't like it, that's too bad. He's every goddamn one of your presidents. Like, you know, he acting like a psychopath. And um, this man was allowed to stay and remain on the flight. Now, this flight was from Atlanta to Allentown, Pennsylvania. But Delta later apologized for the disruption, saying that the man shouldn't have been allowed to stay on the flight. And um, an international memo to the employees pretty much stated that the Trump supporter in a video will not be flying with Delta again. Hmm. <laughs> it's the same shit. <laughs> it really is. Like, first of all, you and Delta and Coach, like, humble yourself. You should have voted for Queen. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, you want to be on that dumb shit. But you know what? It's fine. It's okay. Um, but it's just really gross. I, I watched the video too, but I was just like, "What was the point?" Like, and I really wish right. I'm sure it wasn't no hood. I'm sure it wasn't no hood niggas on that flight. So they would have checked his ass. It would have been a fight. <laughs> but at the same time, in the back of your mind, you like, "Damn, I didn't pay three fifty for this flight. I'm not trying to fight this motherfucker. Like, <laughs> have to deal with that shit." Because it always be like, if if you fly, it's always somebody annoying on the flight that you want to check. Like. When you was coming to Milwaukee, like, it was this bitch that was just being so dramatic. And I told her, like, bitch, shut the <laughs> fuck up and sit down so we can land. You said that? So we go. You didn't say that, did you? I mean, you didn't say no, that, No, but that's what I was thinking. Like, oh. it's just like, you know, I'm not going to say if I can get kicked off no flight. Like, I just said, I'm spent 350 on a damn ticket. <laughs> I'm not going to waste that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but it's just the fact of, like, Bitches be so fucking annoying, but it's just like you I know why you spent three fifty. I just wish it was right? a, a hood nigga on that flight that was ready to boss up on that motherfucker. Listen, I'm gonna just tell you, you no. Listen, before I even get into my opinion, you need to stop being a last minute man. Okay, start planning ahead. That's your problem now. That's why your ticket was $350. You knew you was coming to Milwaukee already. You told me this a few months ago. Yo ass gonna do a trip and you know you could have been paid for it. You gonna just oh, we gotta go to Milwaukee next week. Damn, the ticket $350? Yeah, what did you expect? You booked it probably a week in advance and I don't even know. I'm just assuming but that's what I'm assuming you did because you play too much. Yeah, anyway. We are, yeah, we are last minute. But yes. I'm going to need you not to be you trying to, to you know, check me on there, but it's fine because <laughs> I am last minute. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but we all have the right to voice our opinion. This, however, was ignorant at his finest. He had no right to say what he said, and Delta should have taken immediate action like they did earlier in the year when they discussed or when they uh, ran into that racial issue that came up with that doctor. So now Delta is starting to leave uh 
a nasty taste in my mouth, a horrible taste. Because these hillbilly trash bags, you know, they they really need to get it together. That was rude, you know. And I just don't understand what the issue is. Like, all I know is that if I would have been on that on that flight, we would have got the smackdown. <laughs> but you know what? I find bad because I I fuck with I fuck with Delta. The only thing is with Delta, like you just have to make sure, like, you know, you take a straight flight, so it's like no connection, so you won't have like a late flight. And then only, like, major cities. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you go up from, like, New York to Chicago, take Delta. Like, because 9 times 10, you're going to be on, like, a nice, smooth-ass flight. It's going to have a television. You can watch new movies. You know what I'm saying? Catch up on, wow. you know, what's the movies out right now. Whatever. You know what I'm Well, I'm just kidding. But, I'm going to give them a smackdown because you're right. I'm not going to get kicked off my flight. But anyways, let's turn into, unfortunately, a tragic a conversation. I'm sure most of y'all are not under a rock about the news of the Columbia plane that crashed. The plane was carrying 77 passengers and a crew. Flight 2933 crashed on its way to um, Medellin, and it was pretty much a total announced that died was 81 people before. Thankfully, did not board. The passengers also included a football team in Brazil, the Chapacanese, and I believe that's how you say it. And um, seven were actually found alive, but unfortunately one of them died since that happened. And among the flights, there were also several journalists that was on a flight, you know, to record the soccer game and all of that stuff, so that's crazy. And I believe I read that the plane ran out of gas, and that's what crashed, uh, that's what caused the crash, which is really crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Like, I, I would have hoped, you know, that you have precautions as far as that, but maybe because it's Brazil. I don't know, is Brazil, like, a third-world country? Like, I don't have me get the line, so maybe they don't have, like, the, the the same kind of technology that we have over here, you know. But, it, I mean, it is really unfortunate. It's, it's so fucking scary. Like, it kind of – because, you know, I have a great fear of flying. Like, I'm one of those motherfuckers that – I would get on the jet, you know what I'm saying, because it's the best thing to do. You know what I'm saying? It's it's the most realistic. Anybody trying to drive, you know, 12, 14 hours somewhere where you can get on the jet and drive, I mean, and, and be in the air three hours. You know, but at the same time, it's just like you never know. Like, you're like thousands of feet in the air. You know, it's so fucking scary. Yeah. And it's just like shit like this. And it's crazy because it was like the day after. Because I'm really, I'm so dramatic. Like, you guys, please don't fly with me. Like, I, I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate Like, I don't, like, I'm not one of the people, like, I scream, but I'm just nervous. Like, if you sit next to me, you will feel all of my pain. Like, I'm going to grab onto the front seat. Like, you have to hold my hand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. I'm trying not to cry. Like, I'm so dramatic. Like, I'm I trying cried? not to cry. Oh, my God. Time. You just, you just act. John, calm down. All right? No, calm it's down. Now, No, you are in a way too fucking dramatic. Calm down. It is not that damn serious. You have to hold my hand. You got to feed me a couple strawberries. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> a glass of champagne. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I'll be like, damn. But I'll be thinking, I'll be like, should I be drunk before I get on these damn flights? Because this shit ain't working. Like, I'll just be too sick. All you got to do is like, pray. Like, That's what I do. I feel like when I was coming back, like, I swear to God, like, I'm not lying. I thought I was going to have a panic attack. 
Like, I couldn't, like, it was like one point. Like, and, you know, I'm being so serious. Like, it was kind of like, uh, I was like breathing deep, and I was like, the breath's not coming up, and I was like, am I having a panic attack right now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just get super stressed out. You know, so wow, it's just. that's crazy. This kind of, I mean, it's just really unfortunate. You know, it's like, who who would think, like, that would happen? Like, it's in the back of your mind, but it's like, for it to actually happen, you know, it's really yeah. sad. And prayers up. Yeah. Like, I, I feel sad about it, too. Like, I feel lost about it. I'm wondering how the plane ran out of gas. Who did not do their job correctly that day? Right. Like, I just want to know what went wrong. Like, that's, like, one, like you said, that's the scary part about flying in planes. Like, even driving out of the state, just living day by day, it is like a thousand ways to die. It's just scary to be put in a situation like that. No survivors pretty much are my heroes because I bet they, I, I don't know, I just bet they never will take a plane again. Like, I cannot even begin to imagine how they felt when they went through this. I just pray that nothing like that ever happens to my loved ones. Because I literally cannot Happy imagine what I would do. I just, listen, I just want all, all I have I a heart attack on the way down. You know what I'm saying? related <laughs> to, to somebody that's on a damn flight. I'm going to be taking boats and buses the rest of my fucking life. Oh, you want me to come to South Africa? Okay, I'm going to get on this motherfucking um, cruise. I'll be there in three weeks. <laughs> like, you going to get on a boat? I don't boat. got time you for it. You going to get on a boat? You funny, dog. You going to, oh, I'm coming to South Africa. I, I'll see you in 22 days. You going to take a canoe? I'll see you in a year and a half. Okay, I'll be there. Uh, what's the day? <laughs> I'll be there my in a year. Right. <laughs> hell no, hell no. I'll be here by 2020 of 2017 in a canoe okay. from here to Africa. <laughs> Goodbye. Right, it's a wrap. <laughs> you might as well get ready. You you might as well have hopped on that flight. You know, it's gonna take you way longer to do all of that stuff. Huh. But anyway, uh, I mean, I don't know how to feel if I should give like a RIP or if I should give like a, you know, <laughs> whatever. But uh, Fidel A-O-K, Castro, the AOK, the AOK. Yeah, I don't know like what I should do. But uh, Fidel Castro um, has died. He passed ninety years of age. Of uh, his brother is the one that had like I guess come to like like give like the media attention of his death. Um, I feel like as far as the Cubans, it's been, like, mixed feelings. Like, maybe, like, some of the Cubans that are actually, like, they're, like, mourning his death and are, like, sat in. And it was, like, a nine-day um, mourning situation as well. As far as, like, with Cubans in Miami, um, mostly which are, like, exiles, you know, from, like, the 80s or, like, whatever. Um, they're, like, celebratory of his passing, you know. Um, it's kind of like a, a freedom, you know. It's it's more so of a, okay, good riddance kind of situation. I don't know the cause of his death. I mean, I honestly don't really care, you know, but how do you <laughs> feel? <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like he lived a long life. You know, he died at 90. You know, the crazy thing damn. is I know y'all said he had 500 assassination attempts. I was like, damn, why can't just at least one of them work? You know what I'm saying? 500? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And I, I know y'all been seeing a lot of those memes. It's, it's pretty much states that uh, Fidel Castro was like, he's not going to die until the country is ruined. And here comes Donald Trump and Fidel flatlines. I mean, hell, Castro brought the war, the Cold War, to the Western Hemisphere. He pretty much briefly pushed the world to the brink of nuclear war. Like, 
and so many people are sad, most are relieved, but I just wonder what's next for Cuba or Cuba. You're so psycho. I think it's going to. I, I think it's. A, I think this is definitely a good thing, you know, um, especially for a lot of, of Cuban Americans. I feel like it's going to. Uh, already, we. I think we have like the embargo that is like has been lifted, so you know we can do business with them. But as far as like motherfuckers going freely, like now there's flights from like here to Cuba. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's an exciting time. Like you know. I just can't wait for the progression, and, you know, hopefully, you know, the Cuban government, they wake the fuck up, let's make it bad, now it's gone. You know, we're not in the 80s no more, like, let's go. Let's get this right. American money. Because, you know what I'm saying, like, like Cuba, like, from what I hear, is, like, a beautiful country. Like, it before, like, the whole whatever situation, like, that was, like, one of the, like, favorite vacation spots for a lot of Americans, especially, like, elite Americans and, like, Hollywood and stuff like that. So, we'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited. And I will keep you all updated, of course. Next topic, Colin Kaepernick. So, this is just, like, two sides of Jean's history, Um, you know, with Colin Kaepernick being from Milwaukee. I'm kind of disappointed in this nigga right now. I've just been disappointed in him for just He's about to be Kanye. I'm about to be ready to backslap this motherfucker. Like, I was here for you. I was here for you. But I'm not one of the motherfuckers. I'm not, like, a Donald Trump supporter. Like, I'm just not a dumb bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not finna fuck with somebody to know. And if you do some ignorant shit, I'm going to say you do some ignorant shit. Yep. But Colin Kaepernick, he wore a shirt um, after um, Fidel Castro's passing um, with Malcolm X. Uh, meeting. It was a picture of Malcolm X meeting with Fidel Castro, and he said the reason that he wore the shirt was to show, you know, I guess like Malcolm X's movement, his mentality, and um, showing that he realized, you know, different aspects and different, you know, lives and um, basically being understanding of where everyone's coming from. But I don't get the fact of him wearing shirt. Like, and a lot of people, especially Cuban Americans, they took it as him supporting Fidel Castro after the time of his death. You know, so it kind of it pissed a lot of people off. And and this is the kind of shit where I just feel like, like, why the fuck? Like, you you really want to believe in motherfuckers? Let's just like, okay, the first thing you said you wasn't posing, then you do, you wearing this dumbass shirt. Like, what the fuck are you doing? With this big ass pro. What does the shirt have on it again? Huh? You said Malcolm X. I said, what does the shirt have on it again? You said it was Malcolm X and who else? And uh, Malcolm, Malcolom X. X meeting and... Like, he didn't say anything. Yeah, what like, though? It was just like him actually meeting up with him. Like, that That was it. Like, it was just them, like, shaking like hands. Shaking? With it, I, guess. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen the shirt. That's what I'm guessing. Maybe, like, just a. Maybe they sit at a coffee table. Maybe they drink some Starbucks. I mean, I don't know. It's the fact that Malcolm X and Fidel Castro was on his damn T-shirt after Fidel Castro passed. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, like he, he, you know, we all know what he's supposed to represent. You know what I'm saying? You know, we all know 
what was being said. Now he's pretty he was much a stated fucking that dictator. He, like he was a fucking whack ass nigga. Like he sent everybody over here. You know, well he didn't send anybody over here. Like he kicked everybody out, and they came here for any fucking little thing. Like that nigga was whack. Like. And there's no reason why you should celebrate Fidel Castro. Like, I'm sorry. Do there's you no think reason. that his shirt was People meant were to be a like, celebration? Fidel Castro of? was like Donald Trump of the 1960s, 70s, 80s. Dude, why do you, are you just saying, pretty much saying what you're saying based off what you read? Because how do you know that that's what the shirt was meant for? How do you know that the shirt is meant to be a negative thing if you haven't seen the shirt? Well, I've seen the shirt, but I'm just saying, yeah, that is based off what I've read, but it's, that's just the fact of, you know. I I, I mean, I well, feel like putting anything Fidel Castro in a celebratory, like, fashion to me, I feel like too Why do you feel like it was celebratory? Because it was on a shirt? Okay. So why else would you wear it? I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just questioning you. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering where your head is at right now because I feel kind of. I feel like okay, they're misinterpreting things. I think that they are like you know saying some foolish statements. And I would if I was Colin Kaepernick, every time somebody would say something to me, I'd get them to rest in bitch face because it's like, you know, y'all want to say this, y'all want to say that, but it's just like okay, I don't know what the meaning of the shirt was. Maybe if I looked the shirt up and I seen what kind of shirt it was and I seen the meaning behind the shirt. Then I could better, you know, give an answer but on to my me, But to me, honestly, I just feel like I understand where you're coming from, but I just feel like, if any part, unless it was showing like keeping a negative light, and I, that's why I don't think, I don't think it was him showing Fidel Castro a negative light, and that's why a lot of people are really pissed. And then there's like nothing to say because it's like you're saying like don't support the system by not fucking voting. But then a week later, you got on a Fidel Castro shirt. Who is mm. the ultimate oppressor? Since well, motherfucking decades. So it's just like, what, like, what, what are you trying to say right now? I'm starting to think you're crazy and you're on some Kanye shit. Like you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna see you tomorrow. You're gonna mm. be with a white one. You trying to explain? Like you know what I'm saying? Not, not saying it's normal. It's interracial dating. Like I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying like. You know, you can't be preaching a lot of shit and then you're going to do something real less, like, you know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'm, I disagree. I'm disappointed. But you, I, I understand you can't look at these people as role models, and I try not to, but it's just like if you're saying one thing, stick to that, especially when you know a lot of people watching and you representing us because they put us all in one category. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So just pay the exactly. fucking attention. Like, why the fuck would you wear that whack ass shirt? The <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, just a recap of our question of the day: Should friends or family, close ones, let their loved one know in regards to the significant other if they're cheating or if they've hurt? So, in other words, pretty much if you know, yeah, your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Is uh your girlfriend's girlfriend? Y'all know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> if you know that your friend's uh, man is cheating or whatever, you know, would you let your girlfriend or your family close members know what's going down? All right, y'all. I'm gonna talk about something crazy that just happened this past week. Abdul Razak Ali Hassan. 
He's an Ohio State. He's the Ohio State University attacker. Arthon was a legal resident of Somalia. He came to the U.S. in 2014 via Pakistan. Authorities looked into his social media accounts, found that right before his rampage attack, he had been posting about his fellow Muslim brothers and sisters being raped, killed, and tortured, everything and everywhere. Um, he pretty much said that this is his boiling point, and he is not going to be able to take it no more. He also mentioned in a paper at the campus back in August that he was indeed afraid to pray in public due to everything that's been going on with the presidency and so on and so forth. However, authorities are talking about could be linked to some type of terrorist attack, and, you know, that could be at the center of all of this. But this is what happened. So Monday morning, around 10 o'clock in the morning, our son jumped the curb, ramming his car into a group of pedestrians. Then he jumped out of his car with a butcher knife, started stabbing people, it ended in under two minutes. The cop was called. He got on the scene within two minutes. Shot Arthon three times, killed him instantly. Overall, 11 students were wounded in this attack, in which all of them are expected to be all right. And it's been four days since the attack, and I well three days since the attack, and I haven't heard about any, uh, you know, body passing away or anything like that. So, Jean, what's your opinions on this on Arthon? Abdul Arthan. It's just really unfortunate. It's really fucked up. Like, I mean, prayers up to the family that had to endure, that had to endure a loss or, you know, I don't know if anyone passed with the situation, but, I mean, that's really psycho. Like, motherfuckers are really scared on these canvases, but just in general public, like, I think about it all the time. Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, how I move and what I do. Like, you know, like, at my job, we have uniforms, and I keep my car keys in my pocket because in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. And maybe I may need to run to my car and drive the fuck off. And if my keys in my locker, I'm not going <laughs> to go to my damn locker. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just really fucked up. And then at the same time, it's just like, why do you have to be Somali, bro? Like, why the fuck? Right. And of course they killed they killed his black ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They didn't give him no, right. him no sense. But I'm like, motherfuckers already be thinking, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, motherfuckers already be thinking I'm Ethiopian. Like, they gonna be like trying to see if I'm a damn Muslim be trying to come out here and get me. Like, oh, just really psycho. I'm sorry. I know that's really yeah. ignorant for me to say. But that is just the shit that goes through my mind. It's just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, a lot of people don't do no dumb shit like this. I understand you Muslim, you know, but not some ignorant shit. Like, it's no reason for you to be radical just because you feel like Muslims are being attacked. Like, be the bigger fucking person. <laughs> be the bigger fucking person. And, like, uh, like, because it's like you give in. Everyone a bad fucking name. You get Muslim bad name. You get black people a bad name. Like it's just how how do you feel about it? Wow, a butcher knife hitting people with a car. <laughs> it was really mad. Like there is no telling what people will do when they reach their boiling point. I never want to make somebody so mad, or I never want nobody to make me so mad where I feel like hurting a group of individuals. You know, hitting them with a car. Like it's just. It's just crazy, you know. It's just, you know, us, 
confession session last few months, we've been consistently talking about the issues surrounding Muslims since Donald Trump has been a pre-elect and how bizarre people have been acting and treating Muslims. So, you know, I understand his reasoning behind this, but come on. Like, I'm not saying that it was okay, but I'm saying I do understand. We've been talking about this for months now, you know, lady you know, snatching yeah, so their... that's not I'm okay. Down, and you know what I'm saying? And I, and I just want to make sure, like, you reiterate that. Like, well, I'm not in no support of that bullshit. Like, let's get that mass murder and, like, all that, that fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Let ISIS do what the fuck they're going to do. Let these motherfucking white trash-ass motherfuckers do what the fuck they're going to do. Like, there's no reason justify why you're going to assume a group of people of any race should all die. Like, that shit is not okay. Right. I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. Are you good? That's all I had to say. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about something else that's even worse. Stupid. Gosh. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know how I feel about this whole situation. I'm gonna explain to you why. But Dylan Roof. Um, is gonna represent himself in um, the Charleston Church shooting on trial. A federal judge on Monday granted Dylan Roof's request to represent himself in his upcoming hate crime trial. Roof, who is 22 years of age, is an avowed white supremacist who stands accused of murdering nine people in a historically black black church in Charleston, South Carolina in June of last year. The prosecution has said that it will seek the death penalty. Roof asked Judge Richard Gergel for permission to represent himself on Monday during jury selection. Um, just two days after the judge found him mentally competent to stand trial, Ruth had employed a highly regarded legal team which specialized in pivotal cases. The judge advised Ruth against, basically against, <laughs> sorry, I'm a little bitchy, y'all, against doing it, but ultimately <laughs> decided that if Ruth was capable of standing trial, he was capable enough to exercise his sixth amendment right to self-representation. His lawyers will now stay on in an exclusively advisory capacity. How mm. do you feel about you that? Know, I, you know what? Shut up. Don't be, uh-uh. Listen. God, listen, damn it. There's no okay. reason in the world for you to do that. Okay? General Fellow Mosby Shan. All right? Now, <laughs> you know, when I, <laughs> when I first saw this, I was thinking, what the fuck is going on? Why the fuck would you want to represent yourself? This murderer has been making some stupid decisions, and this is an open and shut case. You guys know who Dalen Roof is. He's the dude that shot up them, like Jen said, some people at that church um, last year. This is crazy, you know, and I'm just like, they need to charge him with the 33 counts of hate grind the obstruction of religion and firearm charges stemming from the massacre that happened in June of last year. Like, and what the fuck is taking so long? Why are they prolonging this out way into the year 2017? This is important. They need to set an example. They need to put him under the jail with the rest of the slumber. Like, that's crazy. Why? Are, what, what's taking so long? We know he, he needs to go, you know, get the death penalty. That's exactly what he needs. You waited till these people bowed their head to pray with you. You went to their shirt and, and shot them all and killed them? 
Go, uh-uh. You need to, you need to do that. That's what you need to handle. But anyways, how do you feel about it? You know, it? I, I'm glad he's representing himself, and hopefully, the only thing is that's scary to me is that everyone on the jury is fucking white. Like, why the fuck would you have a jury of Are you sure? They, I, I read that they didn't pick a, a jury yet. What? Well, I was so are you that, sure? I was because I heard... That, I was reading that everyone on the jury is white. Maybe the people that they think so far are white. But I just don't... If, hopefully that's the case. Maybe everyone, they're, they're not finished with jury selection. But to me, that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, why would you hire a group of you know what I'm saying? If you're going to hire a group of people, at least hire people that got shit to do with this. Hire some, some Hispanics or some Asians. You know what I'm saying? People that can really be mm-hmm. not biased and understand the situation. Even though the fact of the matter is the motherfucker did it. He did it. Right. He saw them people something. and killed them and felt bad about it because they was nice to him because of his innate racism and his hate of these people that he do not fucking know. And when he came into them and they accepted his greasy, dusty, ugly, skinny ass, <laughs> and he said, I do what the fuck he said he was going to do, talking shit all in front of his homeboys, celebrating Confederate flag, and had to go through with the shit and felt bad about it. He deserves to die. This motherfucker killed nine people. He ruined nine yeah. different families. Like, there's there's no way out this motherfucker. Like, and I hope his dumb ass represents himself. But at the same time, I hope the people that are on the jury sees the bigger picture. Because this motherfucker right. is not guilty. If he gets not guilty, I've got Charleston better be riding. Like, they better be riding. <laughs> and not, not in the hood. They need to be riding and near that damn Thanksgiving in the hospital, 
And issues happen. You know, like you said, Kanye West is 39 years old. He knows when something is wrong with him. So that's good that he did take the advice from Kim Kardashian, who's 36, you know, years old. And, and he pretty much, you know, went to the hospital, got the help that he needed in order to be all right. Because at the end of the day, his kids are young. They still need him, you know. And ain't nothing wrong with getting some help. You know, we all need help sometimes. Oh, that's that's right. how we grow. That's how we become better right. people. And hopefully he can he can be a better person from spending them nine days up in there, you know. And I'm glad that he's back home with his wife and his kids after being treated for the temporary psychosis. But, you know, once again, you know, ain't nothing wrong with, you know, calling out, getting a little help here and there. You know what I'm saying? Because if you don't get help, then you're just going to be stuck in the same spot. You know, and you don't know what they're going to do. That could have really traumatized him. Even worse, if he didn't go to that doctor and get help, you don't know what could have happened. So I'm just glad right. that he did the right thing. I'm glad he did the right thing. But, yeah, how do you feel about that whole situation? No, I, I feel the same way. Like, you know, I'm proud of him for being a black man because a lot of times, you know, black people, like, yep. we don't like to go to the doctor for one. And then the I know, of, like, I know. Like, don't. We don't believe in like mental disabilities. It's either like you're retarded, you know what I'm saying, or you're fine. Like it's never like no depressed. Like we don't understand like depression and all that. You know what I'm saying? That that the shit, the normal shit in the black community. Like we just don't comprehend that. Like it's just a part of life. You know, you have to deal with a lot, a lot, and you just keep moving. And for the fact of him, you know, wanting to be a man about it, and you know, keep going. Yeah. I commend that. And also, I'm really proud of Kim, like, for being a down-ass bitch because staying in the hospital with nigga, that's not easy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my my oh, father yes. suffers from, you know, uh, autoimmune disease. It's not HIV, like, you know what I'm saying, like, or anything. It's not a sexually transmitted disease. Don't get it confused. We ain't doing that over here. Okay. But, you know what I'm saying, like, he, but, you know, he does suffer from uh, autoimmune disease and, you know, Every now and then, it's not a reoccurring thing, but unfortunately, like when I first met him, he was battling, you know, the situation. And I supported him when I was in the hospital with him every day, and I swear that it was like a, a week. That's just hard, sleeping on them, you know, half a chair. Yes, and, you know, trying to love shit together, <laughs> and motherfuckers running Thinking in and out the, you know, the, crib, out the like, room to check in and all that. Like, that, that's not no easy shit, and people trying to figure out who the fuck you is. And, you know, like. Right, right, right. But that's your true love, day. because if you're going to be there, if you really want to be next to that person, no matter what, like, you're going to be there, you know. And, you know, people yeah. want to give Kim a, a lot of flack, a lot of shit, but I really do feel like, you know, I feel like she put it up now, for the you camera, know. but I feel like deep down, that's a real-ass bitch. Like, the bitch just paid $2,500, you know what I'm saying, from Kim Kimball, you know what I'm saying, just so she could teach her how to braid her daughter's hair, so she could know, like, let me know how I do my baby's hair, so, you know what I'm saying, so she could feel like she didn't been raised right in the black household. Like, I'll fuck with shit like that, like, I fucked with Kim Kardashian, like, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> what, mm-hmm. what? No, that's it. I, I feel what you're saying, yeah. I mean, I just want to be paying nobody all that money to keep me on a break, but, you know, whatever. You know, but it's worth, like, $100 mm-hmm. million. If you had $100 million, $2,500 is, like, $25 to you, so. <laughs> Shit. Maybe, maybe two. I had a hundred. No, twenty five hundred is probably like two fifty. <laughs> you know, Listen, so it's if, like if I had, 
$100 million, $2,500 for somebody to teach me how to braid will still be $2,500. I'll be like, damn, that's, that's a lot of money, ain't it? $2,000. $2,000. Not I feel like we, I feel like we would be like that. So I feel like motherfuckers that was always rich, I don't feel like they don't think like that. But me, I do get tired. Uh, I feel like that. I don't give a fuck how much money I got. I'd be like, damn. Well, I'm every time I feel like right. it stresses me out. I, I get up right. Day. Like when we went to that restaurant, day, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. Yes. No bills, dude. Like I still be like, fuck, $30? Fuck this bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, that's how, listen, that's how I felt at the restaurant when we went there for the breakfast, the brunch restaurant here in Milwaukee. Yeah. I was like, $60 for some breakfast? Damn. (laughs) 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 What? (laughs) What? Like, that was the only reason why I was like, when we went there, I was fine because, like, my friends down here are bougie as fuck. Like, my friends are, like, North Carolina. So, you know, I have spent like sixty, seventy dollars on a meal before, you know. So I'm just like, yeah, I did too. Like in Vegas. But at the same time, but at the same time, yeah, it is annoying. Uh, it is. <laughs> but once it gets started, but I mean, it was for two of us. Damn restaurant meal, I feel like, oh fuck that shit. Like y'all better be twerking at this damn table, <laughs> right? Fun. I know he was gonna get ready and run. No, I'm kidding. But y'all, our last topic we're gonna talk about real quick. What happens in Vegas? Don't stay in Vegas. Y'all know that because we have camera phones and social media. So y'all know Tiny, Tiny Harris, T.I.'s wife. Y'all know T.I. Y'all, yeah, that's your guy, your guy, yes. Now, (laughs) T.I., he learns a lesson the hard way. A video of Tiny grinding with Mayweather at Mariah Carey's Halloween party just surfaced late last night. I saw the video, and it's posted to our Instagram page, Confessions to Us. My mouth dropped wide open. I know y'all remember that drama that occurred over the photo that somebody took of Tiny Mimi and Floyd Mayweather. Well, it turns out that there's more to this story, considering Floyd is T.I.'s mortal enemy, and then they also came to blows about this quote-unquote alleged triangle, this is overall not good. It's not a good look for Tiny, and she got a lot of explaining to do. Jen, did you see that damn video? I posted it on our page. Hell yeah. Confession to it. Hell yeah. Dude, it, oh, oh. I mean, I just feel like, I just feel kind of like, it's just like two things, like, damn, like, girl, you should have known somebody was, like, recording shit, you know, so if you really know you can't fuck this motherfucker, like, in public, you should have thought about everything that you're doing, like, even, like, do something as simple as dancing. I, was, she, I don't think she was working on him. I just think they was just, like, dancing. Dude, like, they ah, were grinding. She no. She her, ass on his, on her, her ass was on his dick. Her ass was on his dick. Yes, yes, and he had her hands on his hips. Oh, his well, hands yeah, on her like, hips. <laughs> yeah, but she's like, uh, but at the same time. I watched the video the first time I watched it, and then I, I watched it again, and I was like, oh, my God. And you got to really look through that little piece that they got because they were sneak recording that video. But you look at it, like, you see him, like, coming all up closer and, had her hand on her butt and her hips, and she grinding, and they dancing. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? 
Because let me just tell you, let me just tell you, I seen a video of my husband and some female just now. I'm getting a divorce because so I'm about I think it's a different situation, <laughs> like, because you got to put the money what is the up with them? You got to put a lot of things, like, T.I. has put time to a lot of shit. Like, he cheated on her. Like, he had a baby on her. We had a motherfucking friend on top of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? It's not, I'm not, are you serious? I'm not, I'm not agreeing with cheating. Who but was just like, She fed up. And the, and the motherfucker got more money than T.I. do. And got a better body. And I know. T.I. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, okay, at least when she cheated on his ass, she was just like, okay, look, nigga, I went and fucked somebody better than you. You went and fucked these damn scallywags. I went and fucked the motherfucker that got more money than you and look better than you. Wait, T.I. said we're a tiny friend. Who was her friend? And then he got pregnant. I don't know her friend. I don't know her friend, but he got a baby. That, that was on the blog. He got a baby by a bitch. That was her friend. Years ago. That just happened, or is that oh Okay, that's all. No, okay. this is years ago. But it don't matter. It don't matter. He cheated, yeah. and a uh-huh. bitch is pregnant due to T.I. Yep, that's yep, right. Yikes. Well, y'all, that was our last topic, so we're going to go into our question of the day. Jen, do you feel friends or family should let their close ones know if they've seen or heard something in regards to their significant other cheating? Yes, I do. I, it Why? depends on the situation. It, it depends on the situation. I feel like it has to be, it needs to be dependent. You have to know who your friend or family member is because if, if they're going to turn around and make you feel like it's your fault that, like, their bitch or their nigga was cheating, then, like, then you should know, like, okay, keep it to yourself. Like, but at the same time, if you know, like, okay, a person is clean, one one person is being faithful, another person is being reckless, and, you know, it's a chance of, like, STDs, and, you know, it's being real disrespect, and, you know, the person can do better. It's not a little hate shit, but it's just, um, you know, let me tell you. Because, like, with me, I'm one of the people, like, I'm not finna fight. I'm not going to fight one of my friends if one of my friends told me, like, my nigga was cheating. Even though I know that's not the case. Like, I know he's not cheating. But I'm just saying, like, there's be like, okay, blah, 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 blah. Especially <laughs> case for somebody that's, like, very, like, resourceful. Like, I know they're not coming in with no bullshit for no reason. But they call me, like, okay, yeah, I see so-and-so and so-and-so with so-and-so. It didn't look right. I'm just letting you know. I'm not going to feel some type of way about it. But I know people who would feel some type of way about some shit like that. And they would go and blow up on you know, they man or they girl, and then, you know, everything you find, it turns on you, and then the person that you told them not fucking with you, and then they telling the person that you were trying to look out for not to really fuck with you, so you looking at them crazy. I remember, I'm, let me tell you something, I remember back in high school, it was, I had transferred schools, and um, I knew a girl that was like a thot, like she was thotty. Okay, and she's talking to one of the niggas that mm-hmm. like I went to school with, and so like you know what I'm saying because we was cool. So I was like, yeah, she's you know, but we was cool. We wasn't like boys. Like that was like my best. So I didn't really know him, but we was cool. So I'm like, you know, she's not the most you know sanitary, if I must say. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I told her, she's not the boys. most sanitary bitch around. <laughs> right, and I told him a couple stories. And he went and told her. And so she was mad at me. 
you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, a nigga, I'm looking out for you, but fuck you. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that, I'll learn my lesson on that. Like, if you are going to tell, make sure it's a person that is going to be like, that's going to respect what it is and will want to know. Because some motherfuckers that get cheated on, they don't want to know they're being cheated on. Me and my, we want to know. Like, I feel like, I feel like my nigga's in the same, you know what I'm saying, situation. If I was cheating on him, I'm sure he's not going to get upset with the person that told him about cheating on him. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a maturity thing. But some motherfuckers, they really be like, trying to turn up on somebody, and it's just like, I mean, it's not their fault. Now, if it's something that, if, that you know what I'm saying, somebody cheated, but now if it's something that's like, that happened years later, you know, it's like, okay, well, what was the point of bringing it up? But if it happens right there, right. you know what it is, and this is your, this is your home, this is your boy, this is your girl, like, yeah, tell them, like, uh, and you know it's not going to be any backlash, and you know they're going to keep it between y'all. Because I, I just don't want any beef. Like, that significant other and best friend beef, that's some real-ass shit. Like, you don't want that. But if it's not going to be any of mm-hmm. that, and they can have promise, you know, then tell them. Like, I mean, it's the right thing to do. That's your friend. Like, you should look out for their best interest. I'm sorry. How do you feel? Mm-hmm. I definitely feel the same way you feel. I feel a lot of the same piece. I just feel like, you know, if I've been in situations like that before. I've I've been in situations where, you know, somebody that I knew was going to go see somebody, you know, and, you know, old dude had a, a girlfriend and he was on his way to go see, but his girlfriend wasn't, you know, somebody, that, the chick that I knew. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? And um, I didn't let her know because I just felt like it wasn't my place, you know, to be telling her, like, oh, you know, yo, dude. Well, I'm yeah, well, that's different. To... If, if, the bitch is not, if the bitch is not your friend, then okay. But, I mean. I mean, she was, like, like an sorry. associate, like a close associate, like, you know, work side by side every day, you know what I'm saying? Oh. You know, but once again, that wasn't my business. I felt like, you know, like I talked to her on yeah. the phone and stuff. It just wasn't my business, you know, to be. Like, bro, and yo, yo, dude. But also, I've also been in situations, which is why I probably would never do that, like, tell somebody, unless it's, like, my sister or my mom or something like that. I'd be like, whoa, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if it's, like, just, you know, or you, obviously, you know. But um, if it's, like, somebody I'm not too close with, I wouldn't. Because also, I've been in a situation where, you know, um, it's this girl, she arguing on the Internet with um, an associate of mine, and my associate hit me up and stuff, and I'm up there, you know, going off on a girl with my associate, and next thing you know, my associate get right back with the dude, and it's like, bruh, we done just snapped yeah. on this girl and did all of this, and you back with him? Like, no, okay. And, like, now I'm looking crazy, you know, got a got an enemy based off this shenanigans, and you did, you turned around and did some stupid shit, so... I just like you know it, it, that's not my place to, you know what I'm saying be be going in telling people this telling people that I just feel like that's something that you know they should figure it out figure it out you know like right. I said, so if it's old it's like why bring it up like what are you doing what is your motive no <laughs> yeah it just comes out of nowhere like I mean maybe if it was I don't know I just can't really see somebody being like you know seven years ago I just got to tell you like. But I mean, maybe you could be having like a deep conversation, and 
Yeah. You know, shit change, but you know, if it I mean if it happens right away, tell them, you know, but I mean don't let don't let your homie get played out. It's just a thin line. At the same time you gotta know who your homie is. You gotta know if they're a real ass bitch or if they're a fake ass bitch and if they more pressed about dick than they are about life. Because them bitches that that's pressed about dick, they'll get cheated on and be fine with it, be upset. But then be fine with it, make an excuse, and then want to distance itself from you. Yeah. But the motherfuckers that know what it is, you know what I'm saying, and see that you just looking out, you can't be mad about them. Like, you can't be mad about them. Yeah, That's you're it. right. All right, so we going to take a call from a 414 area code. That last four digits of that number is 5068. You are on the air. Hello, darlings. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Now, listen to this here. I'm going to tell y'all like this. Uh, the white supremacists, the only reason they got all white judges, I mean all white juries, because they want to make sure he don't get the death penalty. And Kanye West, the only reason he on drugs, the only reason his wife stuck by his side for 24-24, because he was jealous and he didn't want to ask out there cheating. And Tiny shouldn't have been falling on that goddamn <laughs> man, because I love T.I. Now, anyway, on the real deal, on the real deal, I feel like uh, if my man and Delta, your dad is cheating on me, no, I wouldn't go. To, I wouldn't tell me. I wouldn't want you to come tell me. I would talk to my dad and say, Dad, Baba, get some straightening on it. Like I told you about my son-in-law, my son Sam. Hey, if I ever seen him cheating on you, hell to the no, I won't go tell you. I'll talk to his ass. Cause are you kidding me? Hell yeah, you I love my right I love my son. Look, I love my son. I that's go, garbage. I you, that's I garbage. I wouldn't hurt you. Look, like I told you a while ago, I said if I ever caught him cheating, I wouldn't tell you about it. But I'll tell you if he let that boy go out the house without a hat on, simple as that. Something like that, I'll tell you. But that's nothing else. And, and uh, any friends to me now, and I'm telling you, anybody that go to you, knowing you married, knowing you committed, knowing you and your, your partner got a good relationship, and then they're going to whisper a little something, something in your ear, uh, Ginger man cheating, uh, Angelica, your husband cheating. Fuck you. Stay the fuck out of my business. We talked about some stuff like this a while ago. <laughs> you ain't got no right getting in your business. They're going to come to you telling you some bullshit, whether it's true or not. Where your man at? Where your motherfucking women at? They probably ain't got no motherfucking man anyway. So they need to stay the fuck out. I'm telling you, because the person that's coming to you telling you this shit, I bet you they wouldn't want you come to them telling them about their man. So, really, I wouldn't want nobody yeah. coming to me telling me shit about mine. So, y'all have to think on those terms. Because a motherfucker, even if they did see your, your your significant other, they could be talking to somebody and come to you and say, oh, I've seen him kissing on this other guy. Well, they were standing mighty close. Don't listen to that shit and tell those motherfuckers to take that shit somewhere else. Don't tell me shit about mine. If you want to talk to me about mine, you come to me in mine, and we talk about it together. That's our real nigga role. I love you guys. That is oh, that is too. how a real nigga roll. Love you too. Okay. So glad y'all made it back home yeah. safe, John. Huh? I'm glad y'all made it back, back home safe. I miss y'all already. Oh, I miss you too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, that was my mom too, you guys. If you didn't know already, you guys, I'm sure you know. But yeah. She, I don't know if I completely 100% agree with her. I feel like if her husband, my my stepdad, if he was cheating on my mom, 
I and she she don't want me to tell her. So how do I go about, you know, making sure? I mean, she wants me to talk to him. I don't want to talk to you. You cheating on my mom? Right. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, I don't, why would I want to talk to you, Dad? You know, um, right. I see you uh, kissing that that lady over there. Like, you know, what if he trying to strangle me or something? I'm like, you didn't see shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it's weird to not want to know. Because if, like, if she told me she wasn't telling me my husband was cheating on me, that is some garbage. Like, I would be so mad if my mom knew that my husband was cheating on me and she did not tell me. I think that would just ruin everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I think that I'd just be my own mama. <laughs> I would you be are so a psycho. But. But I know my mom, and she can't keep a secret, so she can say what she want to say, but she'd be like, hey, Josh, I just let you know. I seen Sam kissing someone, so I'd be like, what? And then she'd be like, I should have told you. <laughs> but she don't tell me anyway, so my mom can't hold no water. And if you're listening, Mom, you know you can't hold no water. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, she I would end up knowing no matter what. And then I would confront my husband and punch him in his eye, you know, and Knock it out of socket. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, before we end our show, we got confessions. And we also want to hear about John Jen's weight loss, which I'm sure is his weight gain because he's been on vacation eating out oh every day. God. Yeah, you guys say it's not been the best. But, <laughs> you know, I've been going to the gym, but I weighed myself this morning. I was 278, so I don't really know. I feel like I've gained weight. 276? 278. Okay, okay. But, I mean, that, I mean, you only gained a couple pounds. You're still in your 270, so that's good. And you know men, they lose weight real quick anyway. Like, so you will be no, able to, you know what I'm saying? I got to get on my, like, eating salad shit. It's just like once I get on that, then I'll just be like, fine, but. I don't mean one How long salad. do you think you're going to stay for your discipline? I don't know. How long do you Well, you used to be real disciplined, but you were so darn tiny. You look like, you know, crackhead of the century. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but right, you are real skinny, I don't though. Wanna be. <laughs> I don't want to be. You don't need to be that thin. I say two, 230. You know, I mean, you look good yeah. now, obviously. You know, I know you know you look good now, but, you know, I say, like, 2.30 is, that will be, like, nice. Where you will be, you know, you won't feel like, I don't know, sometimes, you know, when you take your shirt off and you like, do I got this little tiny gut? Uh, you won't feel like, uh, I got this tiny gut because you'll be like, okay, my stomach is a little flat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know dudes, they want my do. You know, you won't feel like, man, I got to lose all this weight. You know what I'm saying? Like, you'll feel like, okay, I look good. You know, even though you know you look good now, you just feel a little bit better about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why I be working out in the morning now, too, though. I be getting my workout on and stuff like that. But anyways, down to our confessions. Jen, do you have a confession for a confession session this evening? Well, my confession is not really anything, psycho. I just think I just want to make the best. Like, you know, a lot of times when I say stuff, I realize, you know, it is grinding like, people's, like, gears, like, some people. And, you know, I don't mean any harm, you know, but it's just I feel like a lot of stuff I say is necessary 
you know, obviously, I feel like if you know me on on a real note, like, you'll know, like, I'm not, like, a racist or, you know, ignorant. Like, my ideas are, like, it's some real shit. Like, what I'm saying is it's necessary. Like, I'm not going to just, you know, dumb down who I am, you know, to make other people feel comfortable or not acknowledge what my people are going through just to fit in, you know. And it's just like if you're upset with what I'm saying, then you need to look at who you are as a person and what you stand for. Because honestly, it's just like I have, you know, and I don't want to be like one of the people that be like, I know a lot of white Like I have a lot of white friends, like close friends, like, you know what I'm saying, and they don't have an issue, and I'll talk to them, and I'll say the same shit in front of them, and it's, and it's no issue. So for you to feel the kind of way about it, to me, it's just like, why? Like, why do you feel that way? Obviously, something you need to work on with you. Because you know who's who he is, you know, in this world, mm-hmm. you know. Realize that you're a racist motherfucker. Maybe your grandmother used to smoke meth, but it's fine. You know, just realizing that's it. <laughs> but that's you are it. stupid, dude. Um, what is your I confession, confession. Miss I don't have a confession, but I'd be like, I, I just learned something about my Discover card that I got, and it kind of made me frustrated a little bit. So, and y'all know I've been working on building my credit and all of this and all of that and all the wax. And I got this Discover card. I was approved for it. And, um, you know, I have been purchasing things, and I've been looking at my cash back rewards, and, like, every time I look at it, it's at 0.00, but I haven't, I've been spending way more than 0.00. So I'm like, okay, why don't I, why don't I have my 5% cash back? Then I got an email, and it was like, how cash back, um, earning for cash back works. And it, it sent me a letter pretty much stating that. I get all my cash back at one time, which is a year from now. And I'm thinking, bro, are you kidding me right now? Like, so no matter what, like, that leaves so much room for error. Like, are you kidding me? So I don't even get no cash back for a whole year after I use the card. That's garbage. Like, I mean, it's going to feel real nice next year around this time getting, you know, a few thousand dollars back. But right now, you know, I'm like, I can use that money right now, please. You know, so it's a little irritating. Yeah, a little irritating. But anyways, that's uh-huh. what I had to say about that. Is that stupid? And I was just wish they would have let me know prior to, you know, me getting this card. But yeah, you guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys look us up. We are currently working on getting a website built for a confession session. Once again, we are on LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, Confessions to Us. And, everywhere. Um, Jen, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, just tune in and listen to us and check us out. Confessions to Us or Confession Session. Y'all know what our logo is, black and white eyes. Hey. But, yeah, don't forget also, we still haven't, it's been almost five, six months, and we still haven't gotten a confession letter yet, so. We still want to get y'all confession okay. letter. Tell us why y'all mad. Motherfuckers ain't really listening yet, but you know, I mean, we get listeners, but it's not like no, like you know. Once we get to like the hundreds of thousands, you know, and it's gonna come. 
I'm just being patient. Yes. Everybody's listening now. And I, really, I really do appreciate it. Yes, well, I do too. I do too. And before we end the show, any Milwaukee residents, if you know anyone in either of our house cleaning, store clean out, elderly help with cleaning or possible weekly cleaning service, contact Angela's Cleaning Business at 414-699-5068, and you'll get more information. Um, once again, Jen, you know, they can expect to hear from us next week, Thursday. December 8th. Happy December, everybody. Christmas is in, uh, you know, about 24 days. So I hope you all getting prepared. Don't forget to email us from confession to us at gmail.com. And, you know, just thank you all so much for uh, tuning in and, you know, being great, awesome people. This is your host, Angel Vondrina. And I'm your host, Jean. Mosby, and you are listening to. You are listening to Confession Confession Session. Confession Session. Confession Session. Oh, Lord. Why did I think think we're still going to be able to do it both at the same time? Like, Confession Session. Why did I believe in you for two seconds? Okay, anyways. um, But so did you not say everybody just now? So I thought we said it on. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know, I'm not going to sit up here and. No, whoa! Who are you talking to? Nigga, I'm talking to you. You you never seen Friday? She was like, Nigga, I'm talking to you. Who is she? Who is she? You think her? No, what the hell is she doing in there? (laughs) Friday. Good night, y'all. Have a fantastic evening. Until next week. When it's really good, it's like the first time all over again. The performing arts are crazy like that. Whether it's your first time or you just wanted to feel that way. MKEArts.com can take you there. The United Performing Arts Fund invites you to experience a night to remember. <laughs>